Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, a man who hands out millions to worthy startups. We're looking for the kinds of companies that grow 20% a month. And that's important for venture capitalists because so many of the companies that we invest in don't succeed. It's a high risk uh, and hopefully high reward kind of asset class. Great news for entrepreneurs in D.C. region. There's new money on the table and available. We're joined by Dan Mendes, co-founder and managing partner of NextGen Venture Partners, to talk about his fund, which just closed and has money to deploy. Dan, for, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Well, it's big news anytime a fund closes and raises money in any environment, but this is important for the region. What are you up to now with NextGen? We're building a new model in venture capital. Uh, we bring together uh, currently 660 entrepreneurs and executives uh, who are busy with their day jobs, but spend a little bit of time working together to find interesting startups to invest in, to evaluate those companies in areas where they have expertise, and then to support our portfolio companies with connections and advice. It's an entirely new model. Uh, I think it's working very well. And we have uh, a group of great investors who have uh, committed to a fund um, that we now are deploying uh, around that model, trusting in the expertise and the collective wisdom of this network of 660, which grows by about 20 a month. And it's important to note that uh, you're not the first person here in D.C. who's talked about building a network of relationships, but you actually have money behind it. Well, that's certainly helpful. I think that uh, we've found a unique way not only to bring a network together, but to leverage that network in a way that makes us better investors. And um, and we now are fortunate to have uh, uh, pools of money uh, that uh, that believe in that mission and that are uh, putting money to work here in D.C. As, as well as around the country. I'm an entrepreneur listening to this podcast, and I'm thinking to myself, great, there's a guy with millions of dollars. He wants to write checks. What kind of businesses and what kind of people is a NextGen looking to write checks for? Sure. So uh, first, we invest between half a million and a million dollars um, per company. Uh, and then we deploy our network on behalf of that company. Uh, so if you are trying to generate warm leads, especially for a business-to-business -business startup, uh, the 660 people in our network can be helpful to you. If you're trying to get advice in areas where you don't have expertise and no startup has expertise in every area, uh, that network can be very helpful um, to you. Uh, as a general matter, we're looking for um, technology companies, or what we call technology-enabled services, um, to uh, that have some degree of traction. There's um, there's sales, or at least there's strong evidence of of that customers really like the product or service uh, that you're offering, uh, and that you're growing quickly. So I think startups are really defined by the pace of growth. Um, so there are millions of businesses around the country uh, that are very important for the people who work there and their consumers uh, that grow relatively slowly. Maybe it's 5%, 10%, 20% a year. We're looking for the kinds of companies that grow 20% a month. Um, and that's important for venture capitalists because so many of the companies that we invest in don't succeed. It's a high risk uh, and hopefully high reward kind of asset class. And so we're looking for entrepreneurs that we think can truly capture their market, can be the number one, maybe the number two player uh, in whatever space they're going after. So why do that here in the D.C. region that uh, many people would say, well, that sounds the kind of thing you want to do in a place like Silicon Valley or Austin or Boston. Why are you doing it here? 
Well, uh, we're uh, founded here because we have an incredible uh, group of entrepreneurs and innovators and executives uh, right here in the nation's capital. And it's certainly not as well known, probably because politics uh, is going to overshadow anything else that, that goes on here. Uh, but there have been some fantastic startups that, that have been born here. There have been uh, some fantastic entrepreneurs that have taken their company from zero to uh, an IPO. Uh, and they have wisdom to share. They have cash to invest in the next generation of startups. Now, it's true that the San Francisco Bay Area is the world's leading, leading uh, region for startups. Startups, just in the same way that Washington, D.C. is the world's leading region in its own area. Uh, but that doesn't mean there aren't very important uh, ecosystems, and uh, there are st really startup ecosystems, in my mind, are built around cities um, that exist throughout the country. Um, and that includes Boston and Austin and Denver and Seattle and a whole host of other cities, including Washington, D.C. The observations have been made to me by other guests we've had that the current political environment is having some blowback effects in how startup entrepreneurs are thinking about beginning businesses around the nation, but certainly here in D.C. What are you seeing? I, I, th I think it's um, a, a worthy topic of conversation. I don't think we know yet, but, I, um, but what those who make that case will say uh, is that the current administration is in ways big and small uh, demonstrating a level of hostility to immigrants. Um, and... Um, and I think different people can have their, their own views on that question. But I think that almost everyone in the startup community, and myself included, uh, will say that immigrants are essential for a driving innovation, driving entrepreneurship in this country. Uh, and so um, obviously you can look at one of the co-founders of Google as, as a classic example, uh, but it is um, uh, different, different studies or different things, but maybe 30 to 50% of startups um, are, uh, are founded by immigrants. And I think there's a good reason for that. Immigrants tend to be entrepreneurial just by the very fact that, that they, they picked up and exactly, they right. picked up and moved here. They left uh, their, uh, their life behind. They left their comfort zone, their, their families in many cases. Uh, and so there's a certain alignment there. Um, I think our country was uh, many ways built by immigrants. I think that will continue to be true. And I think the fear that some are expressing is that, um, uh, that the flow of immigrants um, may slow, that the, the big welcome sign that we've historically put out uh, for immigrants and that's, that's captured by the Statue of Liberty uh, might, not be a, it might not be as welcome as in uh, previous generations. Now, your own life journey, you, you moved down here, oh, I don't know, uh, probably 15 years ago now. How do you like being a VC? What's, what's it like to sit on a wall and have people come and ask you for money? Well, the first thing is you have to remember that uh, they they like you for your money, not necessarily they like you for you. So it's easy for a lot of venture capitalists to think they're far more charming and popular than they actually are, when in fact uh, it's it's the money that people are are interested in. So uh, it's I think it's important to uh, stay humble. It's also important to stay humble because uh, it's easy to think of yourself as you know it's uh, the sort of pickers of winners and losers. Um, and, uh, and frankly, that is what we spend a lot of our time doing is thinking through which companies are likely to succeed and which companies we think are less likely to succeed and, and putting our money uh, and resources and time and energy behind the companies that we think are likely to succeed. But we're wrong more often than we are right. Um, and, um, and so uh, with all that said, uh, it's a fantastic job, Jonathan. Uh, and the, re the two reasons in my mind are first, I spend all day long meeting with entrepreneurs who are, in my mind, some of the best people in the world. They are creative. They are passionate. Um, innovation is at their core. Um, and the second reason 
is I get to learn all day long. Uh, so an entrepreneur comes and explains what they're doing. You get to a window into their their life, into their their company, their challenges, the industry that they're working in. And so I, I went to business school and we spent, uh, spent a lot of time reading about various business situations and analyzing them. And that's frankly what I continue to do in my day job. Well, I must say, Dan, I like your vibe. And for those that are thinking about getting venture capital, your self-awareness and humbleness makes you, to my mind, a very attractive partner. So we wish you the best with Next Gen Venture Partners. I suspect that we'll be hearing about some great startups starting the D.C. region with your money. So again, Dan Minnis, co-founder and managing partner, Next Gen Venture Partners. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. If you have an idea for something that we should shine a spotlight on, don't forget to reach out to us at, at What's Working DC. And don't forget to tell your friends you can always find our podcasts on iTunes. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Goodbye.